This one pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. And that's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in this discussion. The day after the Super Bowl. Um, yeah? So I was lucky that South Philly was still standing because that's where the hospital was. <laughs> um, and they numbed up my shoulder and it's still kind of numb. Like from the the numbing that from they did. I don't know what maybe they hit a nerve a little too hard or something. Mm, um, but yeah, I'm. That's like weeks ago now. Yeah. What yeah. did happen? I'm sorry. What did happen? Uh, I flipped over my bike uh, in the city mm-hmm. while getting lunch. So, so yeah. is this like the uh, the? Where is your arm in another cast? Is this like the second cast? This is a sling. The second thing. Sling, um, right. I used to have a... It, there's a pillow, they called it. That's mm-hmm. like a six-inch protrusion that keeps my arm away from my body. Uh, but so also just kept it like ratcheted in place. Because mm-hmm. um, it was velcro Everything was like velcro together. Um, were, you yes, going, were you going fast or were you just... Fast enough. Yeah. Um, I was. It'd I was. Suck if you were just getting on your bike or something. I was weaving around traffic and got your leg caught. I oh, it was really shitty. I had my own shopping bag on the handlebar, and mm-hmm. as I, I was, I kept it steady for like eight blocks, and then while I was moving around traffic, one time it got caught in my spokes and just sent me right over. Oh uh, yeah. No. yeah. Um, yeah, man, bicycling seems dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like, just uh, I mean, like uh, it's great, but like everyone I know that bikes, like there's just like uh, you know injuries in their life. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I've never injured myself driving a car. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, it's great. Bikes are good for the environment. I'm wearing a pro biking T-shirt right now. I like bikes. Uh, there's a whole bunch of bikes in my house. But I've never ridden any of them. <laughs> Wait, have you never ridden a bike, Windsor? I I think the last time I've ridden a bike, uh, Windsor probably, has never ridden a bike. Probably like six years ago, maybe eight years ago. Yeah, and what was that? Uh, I I don't even remember. My parents got into bike riding since the last time I saw them when I was down in Florida recently. Mm. Uh, they got these real adorable like 1950s looking bikes. It's very cute. They go out biking together. It's like an exercise thing, mm-hmm. you know, because you can't really. I don't know if biking places is a thing in Florida. Yeah. You pretty much need cars in Florida. Like, sometimes I go down there and I don't have a car, so I'm, like, pedestrian around, you know, <laughs> pedestrating. Pedestering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, and then I'm always like, man, like, did, did people not live in this state before cars? And then I'm like, oh, right, they kind of didn't. Mm-hmm. I actually remember the last time I rode a bike, I think. It was like uh, 2006. Uh-huh. Wow! And uh, I rode my bike to Kmart because uh, I wanted something from Kmart. I forget. I might have worked at Kmart at the time. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, but instead of like, you know, I didn't really think I needed to chain my bike up, but there was like woods behind the Kmart, so I would I would hide the bike in the <laughs> woods behind the Kmart and then like walk into the Kmart. It. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, basically it was mm. hidden. But uh, I came out of the Kmart and my bike was gone, and I was like, well, I guess I'm done with bikes. Wow, <laughs> I don't remember it's you having a bike. Do you remember yeah. what kind it was? No. Was it a like a 
I think it had the word Trek on the side. Was it one of those ones where it looks like, like it's a motorcycle? Nine speeds. Remember no. those car? Those I mean, those bikes. No. Like pedal bikes. Yeah, they were like pedal bikes, oh. but they were all decorated to look kind of like a motorcycle. Not not in like the fancy like, um, you know, California kind of way, mm-hmm. but in like uh, a kids like motorcycles kind of way. Yeah. I think my brother had one like that. So. Yeah. You know, it had like fake chain handlebars and they stuff. Yeah, like what, when you when you you know turn the pedals, did it make like a noise, like a fake motor noise? It might have had lights on it, possibly. I, think I like, had a bike kind of like that when I was a kid, where you when you turn the pedals, like there was some kind of gear in it would like make a motorcycle noise. See, back in the day, they would have had to rely on baseball cards for that. Right. Mm. Uh, this is the Mystic Pizza Minute. Uh, this is a podcast in which we go through the 1988 Julia Robert vehicle, Mystic Pizza, one minute at a time, having never seen it before. I'm David Holford. I'm John Windsor. And with us in the studio today, we have... Addison Davis. Addison, you've been on the show before. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, so what minute are we up to today, Windsor? Today we are on minute 73 of the 1988 classic Mystic Pizza, starring Julia Roberts, Vincent D'Onofrio, uh-huh. and directed by Donald Petrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, minute 73 starts, well, it's uh, the kind of the middle of the argument they're already having, Cat and Daisy, mm-hmm. in Mystic Pizza. Cat just skipped out of work, and Daisy had to cover for her, even though Daisy was going to Charlie's parents' house that night. She couldn't go because... Very inconsiderate. Uh, yeah, because Kat skipped work to hang out with Tim. So, uh, Kat came into Mr. Pizza at the night to apologize. Sort of apologize. She called her a bitch, but uh, she was like, sorry, bitch. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like one of the worst apologies ever. It was like she was asking to get... Especially, like, the stuff that... Not to get ahead of myself, but, like, the stuff that we get to in this minute, it's like she's asking to be slapped. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No spoilers. Yeah, but uh, no, go on then. But, uh, so, yeah, that was in the last minute, and, uh, Daisy's all mad. She was, like, ignoring her, and then she says, um, she says to her, like, you really believe this 30-year-old guy is gonna leave his wife for you? So, important blah, blah, blah. note there, did we know his age? I mean, I guess we does she know kind of age? did know his age, because we f- knew that he was from the she class of 77, right? Yeah, well, she says, do you really believe this 30-year-old Wait, guy? he's the class so of 77, it's 1988. He's at least 30. I'm gonna say between 30 okay. and 34. So, maybe she doesn't know his age, and she's just guesstimating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Okay. But then she says, uh, you're living in a fucking romance novel, Cat." So, um, you know, drops the F-bomb onto Cat. Mm-hmm. We really should have been Ooh, keeping uh, track of all the curse words in this yeah, minute. Yeah, I, I wrote that, that there are two F-bombs in this minute because Cat uh, fires back at Daisy an F-bomb of her own. She's like, she's like boffing, fucking, whatever. Cause well, no, I have this exact strange. line, and I have a, a star next to it because I like this line so much. Uh-huh. Boffing. Fucking screwing the great Daisy. Nobody's fool. Nobody's fool. And then she says, "Why don't you start taking cash? It would be more honest for like the things that you do." I think we could probably figure out how many curse words were in this movie. Like, uh, I'm sure we could find a text version of the script and then mm. just do like a you know a little search. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll tally up all the f bombs. I'm sure end. we'll do that. How many? How you want to take a bet on how many f bombs? Oh, that's a good idea. That, that'll pizza? give us an incentive. I'm going to say, how many have there been so far? An incentive uh, to do our job. I think there were like four before and two in this minute. So there's been like I think it's six more than so that. far. I, mm, six doesn't sound that far off. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to go a little higher. I'd say nine. So far or to, at the end? Uh, I'm going to say at the end. At the end there's going to be nine? Yeah. Or what was yours before? Or I'm going to say there's like 14. Oh, hmm. It's quite a bit. 
All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go items. with. I, well, all right. I already said my thing, so I can't change it. You're going to say nine. I say 14. And so $50. You, you're assuming the uh, F-bomb is going to be dropped three more times. $50, you want to say? 15 or $15? $15. <laughs> sure, $15. Yeah. Boom. Shaken. Not stirred. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to the minute. Edit that joke out, Steve. No, keep that joke on in there. This is, uh, you know, it's a fly by the seat of your pants no, kind no, of show. No, that was a joking edit that so yeah Kat says back to Daisy why don't you start taking cash for being such a whore and blah 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 and then um, but Daisy slaps Kat big old slap and she says wipe your conscience which uh, as far as I know is not a turn of phrase wipe your conscience well, have I you think ever heard that uh, phrase I've never heard that phrase but it just sounds like get your mind out of the gutter yeah no wipe I mean it was, a, it, it was evocative Plus, uh, of like what she was trying to get across Daisy was uh, mopping the floor and before she says it she drops the mop on the floor and mm. says wipe your conscience so what she's really it's kind of a double meaning she's oh, telling her to finish hey. mopping and she's also saying mop your own fucking brains okay I'm not entirely convinced but I'll go with that I like it <laughs> well we could uh, you know we'll ask Amy Holden Jones when she uh comes on the show what she was thinking when she wrote that line wipe your conscience <laughs> Amy if are you you're sure it wasn't like a like ad lib in the moment maybe could have been. Like, uh, it was a flub and they just left it in because he just said it with the perfect tone of authority or whatever yeah I think her acting was pretty good in this scene oh do you no, uh, you don't? Daisy I, or a cat? Or uh, Daisy. Daisy? Okay, so I thought Daisy was looking at, like looking off screen to, at cue cards or something. Really? For a fair bit of the her being angry at Cat. Uh, mm. Maybe it was just she was so angry with her that she wasn't maintaining eye contact. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, it's weird because cameras, the language of film is such is that there's actually a pretty limited number of places you can put your eyes like mm. uh, when you're on screen. You can lock it on another person, and we as the audience can kind of pick up on that. Or lock it at something on the screen, but, like, you know, they have a whole room that they're working with. Yeah. Presumably. In real life, you know, I don't know. <laughs> this is a really half-thought-out thing that I'm saying. <laughs> hey, well, it's a really half-thought-out show. So, I, um, Daisy, uh, you know, Julia Roberts, she does a good job acting, I think, in this. But, um, really, I think Kat, uh, gives a pretty good performance in this minute. Because uh, Annabeth Gish is, you know, she's a good actress, but she hasn't been, like, able to show off her acting chops uh, quite yet in this movie. Yeah, that's you a know? good point. She hasn't really had a good showcase. She hasn't had, like, a tantrum yet because she's the one who's, like, got herself together. You know, she's a little bit more well, sort of. boring than the other. Her uh, not having herself together is a little more, like, deeply seated than theirs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. exactly. But, uh... Yeah, this is the scene where she kind of like spills her beans, you know. So Addison, why did you why did you laugh at the uh, the notion that the acting was good in the scene? What did you think about it? In retrospect, I think the like emotion that they're showing is good, but it was I was really taken out of it when I saw Julia Roberts like because she had like eye contact glances mm. and looking at Cat, but not in her eyes glances, and then these other ones that were towards the same spot. Yeah, yeah. Like, in between Cat and the camera. So, it could mm. be a blocking problem, it could be an acting problem. That said, the acting, like, the, the emotion, and I, I believed them, what they were going through, 
and that they're teenagers escalating a, an argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, really have like hot heavily. Well, like a lot of Julia Roberts acting in this movie, I found a little artificial or a little maybe theatrical is a better way of putting yep. it. But I thought that she was pretty believable here. Like blocking issues aside, like I think I don't know. I I actually found myself thinking to myself. Uh, maybe this is, like, the good actor that other people see mm-hmm. in Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe yeah. she does anger well. We were doing a little bit of a uh, catch-up, you know, to this minute with uh, Addison here uh, before the minute started. And I actually noticed Julia Roberts acting chops in, like, a few scenes before this one. When um, the, the phone scene with the polka, mm-hmm. where she was wondering where Kat was, she was, uh, this is a thing that Julia Roberts does, at least in this movie. She has a good, like, uh, kind of like a angry voice mm-hmm. you know what i mean she sure. can conjure up anger really well and mm-hmm. like when she does it she like slurs her words together in kind of like a drunken way but it's like a realistic way yeah. like she definitely knows how to like bark out some angry at people speaking of uh, slurring your words what was with the way that uh, jojo pronounced the word uh, or not jojo cat pronounced the word cash when yeah she was... i had no idea what she was saying the f- i, I the figured that from context times. I was pretty sure it was cash. <laughs> I thought I, I thought that the first time I thought I heard calls. Is this yeah. after the scene change? Um, in this minute? N- no, well, it was it's after the bossing, the... fucking serving or right. screwing. Yeah, when, when yeah, she then she was like, "You should like accept cash for you know hooking up with people or whatever." How does she, she say cash? It just sounds like something else. <laughs> it, it reminded me a little bit of when Donald Trump said like these United States. <laughs> <laughs> You think it was like a flub, or was it like a regional dialect sort of thing? I think it could have been, like, uh, maybe neither. It might just be, I don't know, sort of a flub, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually like, maybe didn't. that's just how she talks. Maybe she has, like, a slight speech impediment. Yeah, well, she's 17 years old. Does she say the word cash any other times in this movie? Uh, well, I'll, I'll keep my ears on it for the You want to make a bet on it? Yeah, you want to make a bet on it? How many times Annabeth Gish says cash? <laughs> yeah. $15? <laughs> Another $15. <laughs> I like that we're making this one 15 and not 50 Well, it sounds sort of like 50 <laughs> so it's like uh, you know, my pockets empty out uh, a lot less quickly when it's less money on the on the line. Ah, that's a good point. I should be doing more smaller bets, you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more smaller bets. Okay. Compromise. So then we have a scene change. Um, did we mention that already? Or? No, we didn't, but we're right at it. So the, uh, we see... We're back in the restaurant. It's like maybe the next day, sometime shortly thereafter. It's like you know the yeah. busy part of the day, or they're at least trying to communicate that it's it's busy. They're all like they're in the middle of like a shift change. It seems like it's bustling, mostly with a lot of old people. Yeah, like neighborhood pizza like, places. I'm, are I'm like looking that. at two grandmas right For now sure. on the pause screen. Like this is probably the early bird special crowd. Yeah, you think yeah, so? It's still pretty bright. Is out. this like uh, is this uh, noon or is this like three p.m.? I think this is, like, 3 p.m. It looks like natural light, or, like, like they're going for natural lighting. Mm-hmm. And it's October or something, based on the... All the jack lanterns. Oh, yeah. yeah, we should mention that uh, they're decorated for Halloween now. I And I thought in the previous scene they were decorated for Christmas. Yeah? Like, some tinsel and I, some evergreen. I've been noticing that they, they've had fake leaves on stuff. They also have some, like, a, a little bit of fake vines around that I think is just, like, year-round Italian okay. food restaurant kind of stuff. Right. You know, right. fake grapes. But uh, but uh, I haven't seen any tinsel specifically. Okay. I noticed uh, before that, yeah, they had fake leaves, like, orange leaves and stuff, like, around the cash register. Okay. But so they, they didn't have any pumpkins before. Now they got some pumpkins. And they seem to have, like, a scarecrow. Do you like think that was Cat's job? 
And Daisy was waiting for her to do it that night. Maybe. Put out the Halloween decorations. Yeah. Put out the Halloween decorations. Yeah, go get some pumpkins. Huh. So then uh, we see Kat clearing like a table. Seems like some people just left. And mm-hmm. uh, Daisy kind of angrily comes over and says, that was my table, or that's my table. Yeah, she picks yeah. up the tip that... She looked a little guilty, I thought, walking over. Like, seeing it in the first place, walking over, and then she put on the... I still have to be angry at you, boys. Yeah, yeah, it's like she went through like three different emotions in like the span of three seconds. I would be interested to check that out again. Like I, she looks over at Cat and she's like, she you know, this is where she should say that she's sorry and she knows it, but instead she like composes herself and says something mean. Just a, as a little peek behind the curtain. So oftentimes in the last five seconds of any given minute, I'm like rapidly scribbling <laughs> down notes and not looking at the screen. So mm-hmm. I, I I miss what sounds like a nice little piece of acting there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so Kat and Daisy are at war now. Yeah, although, like, you know, as, um... Is what, you know, this next scene immediately tells you. I I kind of have some, like, mm, questions about how they handled communicating that, because, like, I almost wish that they had something that was more, like, uh, symbolically appropriate about, like, what their actual conflict is about, because... Daisy's not accusing Kat of stealing from her, exactly. Well, maybe she kind of is, in that she stole her night off. Yeah, or maybe she did it before and didn't, like, nobody said anything about it, mm-hmm. but now she's saying something about it. Like, well, don't steal my tips, you know? somebody would say something about that. Like, you, well, you go to a table, you wipe off the table, you pick up the tip that's on the table. Uh-huh. If it's, like, two bucks, you pocket it. And then maybe you don't uh, say anything about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I'm uh, interested in this. Is this a it normal might not be, uh It might not be, like, thievery. It's probably just like, oh, two bucks, you know? Mine. Yeah. Without, you know, like, the person whose table it was might not have cared before, but now that that person is mad at you, that comes back up, and it's like, hey, don't steal my tips. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. It might have happened once or twice before, for right. sure. So, yeah. I always wonder uh, that. When you're at a restaurant and they, like, you switch waiters halfway through the meal or whatever, mm -hmm. um, is the first waiter seeing any of that tip, you think? Well, I think that's why they don't like when you do that, because there is no real answer to that, like, whose tip it is. Uh Uh-huh. You know, so... It's, like, up to them to decide. Yeah, exactly. So they just want to avoid it entirely. Although, like, don't a lot of restaurants just kind of divide the tips up evenly these days? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think so. But they didn't always used to do that. Like, now they do that a lot more than they ever have before, I'm pretty sure. The, the, was it still the situation where they didn't have the minimum wage for people that were waiters back yeah. then, you think? Yeah. Absolutely. That's still the case, right? It hasn't changed. The, that minimum wage hasn't changed since, like, the 50s. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I think the uh, the waitresses at my restaurant get, like, $3 an hour or something. Oh, wow. It's because they have to pay them something. So yeah, they all get like two, like I think it's like two fifty-seven an hour or yeah. something. My yeah. understanding is that's a pretty American kind of thing. Like yes, other people is. from other countries don't get our tipping. God bless America. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, God. Ugh. I just had one of those moments today where I just like I like wrote a couple of drafts of like a really angry uh, like Facebook update just about politics. Mm-hmm. And, and then deleted, deleted it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Smart move. I, yeah, I did that last night, too, and then I accidentally hit send. Ooh. I was like, oh, no, now everybody heard my stupid rant. You can't delete it after that because... So, you people know, are talking on it and stuff. Yeah, because, you know, they already know. Fifteen people already saw it. <laughs> if fifteen people see you delete it, they're going to they're gonna laugh at you. I, uh, I fell into one of those holes the other day on Facebook <laughs> where I... Uh, 
I found this article in the Washington Post about uh, like this transgender student athlete in like a high school in Texas, and there was just all these like horrible, hateful comments in the uh, in the comment section. You know, I don't know why I was going down there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, maybe I was asking for it a little bit, <laughs> but like I just spent like an hour going through those and just reporting uh, people for hate speech. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, especially I mean, it's, like it hurts to go through it, but. It's... It's gratifying to see the notifications when you get them. Oh, yeah, the whole next day I was just getting, like, little pings throughout the day being like, we reviewed your your claim and we found that they were using hate speech. And I'm like, yes. That's funny. I was a little worried, though, because, like, some of the things that I was reporting people on were, like, you know, there was a little bit of subtlety to it. It was, like, intentional misgendering and stuff like that, you know? Mm. Like, which in context was, like, really hateful just because there was all of these people explaining why you shouldn't do that and then they were just doing it yeah yeah well like i wouldn't ordinarily report like an ordinary misgendering like you got to give people a little bit of the benefit of the doubt but yeah they're honestly not trying to but yeah if it's done in like an aggressive way then you know I, i always see stuff like that and just like you know the word gross should be written in green next to like everything that everything like intentionally written that way uh-huh. like, just, you know like you know how you type in a password and there's like a green check mark next to it if it's an okay password uh-huh. like something should be done like that but with hate speech yeah, just like the, the, the yuck emoji. face yeah it's got like a yuck bring face back on the it yuck face. yeah bring back the yuck face but for hate speech <laughs> Yeah, Dominique said I was telling her about it. Uh, guest, frequent guest of the show, Dominique, and she said I was being a little hypocritical in doing that. Yeah, she was like, "People would you would really hate it if people reported your stuff," and I was well, just like, uh, but "I don't use hate speech." Yeah, no, you're just not supposed to go down to like comment threads uh, anyway. Yeah, so, I, I mean, know. I know it's, it's like a, just... it's like the wild west down there, man. Like whatever happened there stays there. Like, part of my incentive was that I wanted to piss those people off, because I know they get a little notification that's like, you know, we took your comment down for hate speech, and Mm. probably it's like, I don't know, do you think they give them strikes or something? Maybe, possibly. Probably not, though. In dotted lines, maybe. Right. This this guy the other day uh, posted some kind of, like, hate speech, you could say. It was like a screenshot of, like, this comment that somebody... That I know, this like uh, comedian dude was uh, he he was in an argument with this guy, so uh, he put a screenshot of what the guy said about him online and said, uh, "This is where this guy works. Like, go to town, everybody!" <laughs> like, trying to get people to email this guy's work and say that he like harasses people online. Yeah. So I messaged the company on Facebook Messenger <laughs> and said. So and so harasses people online, and they got back to me. They were yeah. like, "We're looking into it. Uh, you know, this employee uh, is going to be disciplined for his hate speech oh, online." Oh man! Wow. So, sorry, buddy, but I mean, I would say it sounds a little petty, but it's hard to argue with the results, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, don't shoot the messenger. I was just the middleman there. Like this guy <laughs> wanted me to report this guy to his job, uh-huh. so I reported this guy to his job. Yeah. You know, and then washed my hands of the situation. So, uh, I have a couple notes about the second half of this scene. Um, one thing, uh, was when we cut into the scene, uh, I think it was Kat was taking a couple patrons' orders, and mm-hmm. she says, two light beers. Yeah, and then... Uh, Jojo. Uh, Jojo. Was it Jojo? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. Josephine Barbosa. I didn't notice she was in this scene. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she, uh, so, so then we kind of cut over to the counter, and we got a look at the beer taps, and I noticed there's only two. So, like... 
the selection back then, and I think we might have gone a little bit over this before, but for some reason it's just like striking me anew as something like noteworthy. Uh, was the beer selection back then basically just beer or light beer? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's weird. It's like Pilsner yeah. or light Pilsner. So yeah, like a- they had, uh, I saw that they had Miller Light. Mm-hmm. There was something else that... Miller Light might have been like the only light beer. That, that. I did not recognize so much. Well, that I kind of recognized, but didn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, a Garden or something. So I was just like, what? And then they have all these signs for High Life, so they probably have bottles too, yeah. around. Okay. Yeah, maybe you can get a bottle of High Life, and then you can get... Uh, Champagne only comes in bottles. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Miller Lite might have like legitimately been one of the only light beers at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm probably. pretty sure. Because uh, what was I watching? I was watching something recently. Oh, I know what it was. I was watching um, Total Recall. Uh-huh. And in a bunch of the bar scenes in that, they had this one prop that they kept reusing, which was just like a light-up sign that just said, Light? But it was just like in the Miller Light font. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if even by that point, like they were advertising themselves as just light. It's as if Diet Coke was advertising themselves as diet. You know, right. they're the only diet cola on the market, so... Yeah, it's the only, it you might as well just call it that because it's the only one. Is it possible that they didn't want to use the word Miller and have to pay for it or I, I something think, of that nature. I think those signs, I mean, that is possible, but but they were immediately identifiable as Miller because they had that, that typeface that they used. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you would do that, but leave out the word Miller. It's possible. Just to trigger people. Yeah, I think uh, today we might just be a little bit uh, beer spoiled. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like uh, that happen, Me though? especially because I work at a place that has like... Uh, <laughs> That has, like, at any given time, like, 35 different kinds of beers on tap. Wow. Really? Yeah. I work at uh, Media PA. All right. That's the first time Shout I've ever mentioned that on this show. I'm sorry. But um, uh, edit we, that have, out. we have a thousand beers. But, yeah, yeah, like, um, back in the day, like, I'm pretty sure in, like, 1992 or something, probably had something similar. There was, like, you know, Budweiser, Miller Lite, and then... Yingling. Yeah, maybe Yingling, possibly... That's if, like like if they had a third tap even installed. That's like pirate <laughs> times or something, you mm-hmm. know. Give me a cup of grog. Yeah, there was there was a time like uh, a long like period of time really where like uh, America was mostly just drinking uh, pilsner, which is just like which is just one kind of beer we found out like pretty recently. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It's huh. Like, like Belgians started coming in and like. People started making IPAs, and I'm not going to uh, even try to act like I know a whole lot about beer, <laughs> so I'm going to end that conversation well, Are you there. implying that beer people are like a... You Listening know. to our show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are beer people... I went uh, to a bar one time. I'm not going to read your comments. The, it, was like a, it was like one of those bars where they had a lot of beers on tap. I wouldn't actually say... It wasn't very particularly hipstery or anything, but it was like they were still priding themselves in their selection. Uh-huh. And in the men's room, the, uh, the urinals, the handles on the urinals were like taps of oh, like funny. Budweiser and stuff. Yeah. It was like, oh, these are the shitty beers. That's what we think of it, this. Ah, that's funny. Yeah, it was mostly annoying. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> one other note I have about this uh, scene is the slap. And that's actually from the prior part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think that was a real slap? It almost seemed like it. Or was she, like, uh, hitting her thigh, like, in wrestling? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can, you can slap somebody, like, you know. Yeah, slaps slaps don't hurt. Slaps are more of like an insult. 
Uh-huh. You know what I mean? She's not getting punched in the face. She's getting like. What if they didn't it's practice like a it thing. though, and she just like gave her a slap that nobody was expecting? Nobody was expecting. Yeah, to make it look more real. Yeah. I know. I guess happens. if you're anticipating a slap, it's not really much of a thing, right? Right. Didn't that happen in the new Blade Runner or something? Like Harrison Ford really punched Ryan Gosling. <laughs> oh yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I didn't mean to." Well, a punch is one thing, but like a slap is another. No punch from an eight-year-old. I guess. I guess what I'm saying, Windsor, is, can I slap you for the radio? Nope. Just one. One nice. Slap? No, sir. Come on. No, sir. Hey. Well, I I guess to prove my own argument, yeah. sure. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm getting at. Hey. And a one, and a two. You didn't slap me. <laughs> I did the wrestling thing. Oh, uh, okay. But, uh, hold on. No, no, <laughs> you get one chance. <laughs> you get one chance. You, uh, you, you, you know, you wasted your opportunity, man. Ah, man. But, Too um, bad. Yeah, I, who knows? Uh, I think, I don't think you're allowed, you Maybe not allowed to say that you really slap somebody in a movie because, like, uh, then there's like labor like laws. And yeah, they, stuff have to, they have to put like, a thing on the end, being like actors were harmed yeah. by making. It yeah, exactly. Movie. Like, you know, you, you're gonna get into like a labor dispute. You so know, wait, I would say that Peta. Anything you don't see the Peta thing, is it safe to assume that Nana <laughs> was harmed in the making of that movie? Uh, who's to say, I man? I feel like almost all of them have no animals. Or if you sit through till the end, I should start really paying attention because maybe if there's not one. Because sometimes it doesn't even make, like, were there animals in this? And they still have to tell you. Yeah. No animals. What was that much. movie that, that like, That's uh, suspicious if there's no animals in the movie and they're saying that. Like, what are you trying to hide? Like, what actually went down? What was that movie that came out pretty recently with, like, talking animals in it, and uh, everyone who voiced the animals, like, kind of distanced themselves from the Oh, movie? yeah, what was that? Uh, um, because they, there, like, there were, like, life, animals harmed in life it. Life is a dog? Is that it? Was that it? Something like that? Uh, yeah, it turns out... Uh, or a dog's purpose? Yeah. A dog's purpose. Yeah. Yeah, everybody what who worked on a dog's title. purpose was just like, ah, oh, this was just a job that I went and showed up for. I didn't actually see any animals. If I was a dog, mm-hmm. I would be insulted by the title of that movie. <laughs> but uh, uh, Or its existence at all. Because yeah. apparently they harmed some dogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'd probably be upset about that, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyone else have any notes about this one, or should we move on to who won the minute? Uh, let's move on to let's who move. won the minute. No, oh, you got something? Let's go for it. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Uh, who do you guys think won, won this minute? Well, it's two scenes, sort of. I'm kind of forgetting about the second scene. Yeah, this, the first scene seems more uh, important. Yeah, it's the more prominent one. I'm going to say um, Daisy won that minute. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Because she slapped Cat. Cat was kind of being a B word. Yeah, a little bit. And uh, then Cat cried. So yeah, yeah <laughs> you can't really win. Cause and effect. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a pretty safe uh, way to go, Daisy. Winner of this minute. Yeah, don't don't really have to go. You know, check the instant replay on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, then she kind of rubs it in in the next scene. But you know, you could say she won that one too by rubbing it in. Yeah, although it should be noted in the second scene, uh, Cat's still looking pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Cat like is looking really nice, and uh, I think she has like some dark eye makeup on in this or something. Like she's looking a bit darker here. Yeah. Maybe because she's like taken on this more like sinister role. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, and she looks pretty sexy in that waitress outfit. Yep. We go on Beth Gish. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I think that's going to just about do it for this episode of Mystic Pizza Minute. All right. 
Uh, thank you to Steve Richardson for editing this fine program. Thank you, Bungler, for the music. Thank you, Addison, for coming on. And uh, thanks to the listener for uh, hanging in with us all this way. For uh, listening. Yo, and if you've listened all this way, just uh, try to get a hold of us. Yeah, and uh, draw us some fan art. Yeah. Of, uh, you know, Mystic Pizza drawings. For sure, but it, we'll, we'll feature it on our page. Yeah, yeah, sure, prominently. Yeah. <laughs> Make t-shirts out of it. All right, all right. Because fucking why not? See ya.